Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, Emma Neil. I hope you're all doing well. I feel like this is the first week since mid-December that I've actually done anything that's not lying in bed or drinking. (laughs) I'm so, so glad that sickness is out of the way. I don't know about anyone else that got that cough kind of flu, coffee flu thing. But the cough does like to make a bit of a reappearance in the evening slash night time. Although I have found a way to tackle it and I'm actually going to share that as my recommendation of the week. So I will get into that in a second. But yeah, I'm going to be honest with you, really don't think January is my month. And I don't think it needs to be my month. (laughs) Like, I'm not mad about it. It is the middle of winter, which I think sometimes we forget. Especially when talking about the whole like new year, new me and all the resolutions. Like you forget you're literally in the middle of winter, short days, freezing cold. Like if you're going to have motivation at any time of the year, it's probably not then being fully realistic. I did get those uni deadlines out of the way. Thank the Lord. I'm sorry. January deadlines are criminal. That is the last time. Well, first and last time I've had January deadlines and I really think they should bring a ban in on them, to be perfectly honest. Oh my God, do you know as well? Right, so for my one, I had a deadline in, I think it was like towards the end of December, like but before Christmas, kind of like mid to end of December. And it was right when, like it was at the end of the week or the start of the next week of when I got the flu in December. So I was basically on track to finish it. I think I did speak about this, but I was like on track to finish it. And then obviously got the flu, literally couldn't, was like completely bed bound, couldn't do any work, had to apply for mitigation. No, I only literally needed like basically the time just that I was sick in bed. I needed like the four or five days back because as I said, like I was completely on track to finish it and it was just like those days that I missed from being sick that I needed back. So I applied for mitigation. Now, I've only ever applied for an extension once before and it was when I got COVID. So it was pretty easy because they were being really lenient with giving extensions out because COVID was quite new and stuff. And yeah, they were just like being very flexible about it. And all you really needed was a screenshot of like your positive COVID text thing that you used to get. So weird, remember getting them. So that's the only other time I've applied for it. So this time, because it was so easy that time, I was thinking, I was like, oh, surely it's just the same thing. Like, And I'd read somewhere that you don't really need evidence if you're only applying for a five-day extension. It's more if you want something longer, like two weeks to 
a month, then you need like proper, you know, doctor's letters, proper proof of reasons why you need an extension. But in this case, it was five days. I was thinking, you know, this is going to be just straightforward, simple like the last time. So I fill out the mitigation form, request the five days, give my reasons which were having the flu and also going through a breakup. And I was like, I've just, you know, been a bit all over the place, then got the flu from this breakup, then got the flu. So I got an email in response to this being like, we need proof of this. Can you please like reply to this email with proof? And I was like, how am I supposed to provide proof? Like, this is so stupid. You don't how, how do you want me to provide proof of getting a flu? You don't go to the doctors about a flu. You don't get antibiotics for a flu. You're like, you sweat it out of you for days in bed and then you're done. <laughs> Where is the proof in that? And I was in Leeds at the time and my doctor's in Belfast. I did, right, so I originally, when I went to Liverpool, like when I was 18, I did change doctors then and it was so much more hassle than it was worth because then when you're home on the holidays, you've no access to a doctor because it's in the other place. Whereas at least if I'm in Leeds, then my I can always phone my doctor and my mum can always pick things up. So it's just like a lot more convenient to keep your doctor at home. So even if I was to go to the doctor for a flu, which you don't do anyway, I wouldn't have been able to go to the doctor because I was in Leeds and my doctor's in Belfast. So that's not happening. So I explained this all to them in a very angry email. And then I was also like, and what do you want? Like, how do you want proof of my breakup? Do you want me to send you texts? Do you want me to send you pictures of me crying? <laughs> like, what are you asking for here? What are we talking about in terms of proof? So I sent back this big long email being like, I really don't understand how you want proof of me having a flu or of me going through a breakup. Like, if you can elaborate on how I can provide you with proof, then please be my guest and then I was like the only thing I can think of that I can provide you with proof is that I had tonsillitis two weeks prior to this and I can provide you with proof of that because I did get antibiotics so I can get like a record from my doctor to show you that so they were like yeah if you could do that plus any other extra evidence that would be good so I'm freaking out like how what do I do here how do I provide them with evidence like I have legitimately been sick why is this so difficult So eventually I end up getting the thing from my doctor. I send them a photo of that. And then I was like, what else can I do to try and back my case here? So I was scrolling through my phone to see if there was any like photos indicative of me being sick around that time. And I had this Snapchat saved that I'd sent to someone being like, dying with the flu, life is good. Or I can't even remember what it was that it said, but something ridiculous like that. And a photo of me literally looking like I'm on death's door in bed sweating it out like my hair is like you can see there's like sweat in my hair it was literally the most disgusting photo ever and I was like fuck it should I just use this like it's literally got a date stamp on it because it was saved from Snapchat (laughs) and it's got the caption saying dying with the flu I was like maybe this is evidence so I did I sent them it I included it in the email with the picture of my records from my doctor and I was pissing myself when I sent it like I was actually like I cannot believe I've just sent my uni mitigation team a picture of me like that like a snapchat screenshot of me (laughs) in bed oh god like I don't even want to know who opened that and what how they discuss it like what is the process do they discuss it with people and decide whether that's like worthy enough of getting an extension I actually don't know anyway I still haven't heard back from them don't know if the screenshot of the snapchat was successful 
I mean, fingers crossed it was because I just went ahead and like submitted it within the, I don't know, whatever, like I worked out when like the five days would have given me to and I just submitted it then. So in my head, I got it, but they haven't told me that yet. Anyway, very glad to have those January deadlines out of the way. However, one was an interim submission for my dissertation. So basically you don't get marked on it at this point, obviously, but it was like a submit what you've done type of thing. And what I'm meant to have done is meant to be a lot more than what I submitted, but it doesn't matter in terms of my mark, but it does mean that I still have a lot of that to do before I start back in February or like at the end of January, which sucks, but I'm going to take a week off of it, I think. Yeah, I think I just need a week to like get back into healthy routines again. Like my sleeping pattern from being sick and stuff was terrible. I was literally waking up at like 12 o'clock every day and still feeling exhausted. So yeah, just, I don't know. I want this week to like really get me back in the swing of things in my routine of working out, of cooking, of filming content, doing the podcast, just like all that shit. And then I'll get back into the dissertation at another point, even though I really don't want to. Oh, guys, I'm absolutely fuming. I still haven't tried the boo gym, the new boo gym thing I was talking about last week, but I'm getting it tonight. So I will be able to tell you if it's divine. You'll see on my Instagram story, I'm sure. Actually, do you know what? I'm going to make a TikTok. I'm going to spread the word because they better keep this thing on. Vegan pork? Like, are you joking? Need. Is anyone doing veganuary this year? I feel like people just don't do it anymore. I feel like there was probably three years where people were really big into veganuary and then it's kind of just gone a bit quiet on the western front. Like the big brands are still doing their things for veganuary and stuff but I don't know I think people are over. I mean I'm not over veganism I'm still very much a vegan (laughs) but I think people are over it a bit. I don't know I get that impression anyway. You don't really see people talking about it so much. I do think maybe people are more incorporating more vegan meals and more like vegan alternatives into their diets which is really good to see but I do think a lot of people are done with the like strict veganism which I understand I don't mean I understand as in like I'll be doing it I just mean I understand like why you wouldn't want to do it yourself I think we do see more of a push on social media now for like doing it imperfectly which is good because it was always a big thing of like being then shamed if you didn't stick to it properly people would be like scared of committing to it in case they broke it and stuff but like no one really cares if you don't if you're not sticking to it strictly or or if you slip up when you're drunk and get chicken nuggets like do you know what I mean it's really not the end of the world and actually a hundred people making an effort is better than not trying like even if you literally decide that you're gonna just do vegan lunches or something or like two nights a week your whole family are gonna eat vegan that's better than not doing it don't know why I've gone on a little vegan rant here it's not even a rant I'm just saying (laughs) Uh, anything's better than nothing speaking of vegans (laughs) can we talk about how good it is well I actually don't think that this was the way he got caught but I was going to say how good it is, how Andrew Tate got caught by his thing to Greta Thunberg. Right, let me fill you in on this in case anyone isn't up to date with this. I know this happened a few weeks ago, or maybe like a couple of weeks ago. So it's not really a new thing. But basically, Andrew Tate, i.e. the woat of all woats, the worst person 
in the entirety of humanity. He, oh, him and Piers Morgan are up there with just the worst people in the world, in my eyes. Although, to be honest, Andrew Tate makes Piers Morgan look like a saint. You know what? When I put, so when he got arrested, I put it on my story saying, wow, what a day to be alive, basically. And one of my friends was like, who is that guy? Like, I hadn't seen him. I thought everyone knew who he was because he causes so much uproar on social media. So I'm going to just explain who he is. But basically, he's, I think he originally got famous because he was a kickboxer and he was like a champion or whatever. Then, was he, did he start a podcast or something? I think he started a podcast where he was just like really, really misogynistic and on his Instagram and everything, he was just spreading like really disgusting views on women and like he said some ridiculous things about like why would he bother having a relationship with his sister? Like all women are good for in his life for having sex so if he can't have sex with his sister, what are they going to talk about type of thing? Which is just repulsive. That's just like one example out of like a plethora of disgusting things he said about females. He's a vile human being. But he had like over a million followers on Instagram, like boys and young impressionable boys that had obviously followed him when he was a kickboxer were watching this content and like thinking that this was a normal way to behave and not even just young boys like also men as well so he's spreading all these horrible views around women just really misogynistic really sexist stuff a lot of the stuff would go viral on tiktok and he would say some ridiculous things about victims of sexual assault and it was all just like it was too much anytime I saw him on my free page I was like honestly get this man out of my sight like he is so triggering in so many ways He started a webcam business. So basically, I think he's like the CEO and then he like hires girls to be like cam girls type of thing. And he, I think he makes a fortune off it. I think that's like how he has a lot of his money. There were some rumours and accusations of like mistreatment and um, not only that, but also like forcing some of his cam girls to do things they didn't want to do so just a lot of misconduct and mistreatment um but I don't think anything ever really came of it anyway he ends up getting his Instagram taken off him was it just Instagram was it any other platforms can't really remember but thank god they took his platform off him like what is it saying to people if you're allowing someone to use their platform like that do you know what I mean people were crying out for him to have his platform taken away before and I actually have never really heard of that before to be honest I can't think of a time that I remember of someone having their platform taken off them for spreading like misinformation and stuff or like he's basically inciting like violence and hate crime so yeah he gets his Instagram taken off him but he's gone to other platforms to spread his shit elsewhere probably platforms as well where you have to pay for his content I don't think he's on Patreon but you know something similar to that And he like cried for getting his Instagram back and kicked up a fuss and thought it was ridiculous. I think he did. And didn't he do an interview with Piers Morgan? I feel like he did. Oh my God, when two awful worlds collide. (laughs) Piers Morgan was quite savage on him though. That's the only time I've ever listened to Piers Morgan and thought, yeah, that was good. Every other time I can't bear to listen to him. Oh my God, this is such a long story about someone I despise. Why am I even giving him air time? (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so what happened the other week was he tweeted Greta Thunberg, he tagged Greta Thunberg in a tweet and basically, 
I don't know, he was talking about all his sports cars and how he was going to drive this mad sports car using all his petrol. And it was just like the most ridiculous tweet you've ever seen of him trying to um, basically just annoy her and be like, there's no point in you fighting for the climate when there's people like me doing this. He was just being a dickhead. And Greta Thunberg just replied saying, yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at com." And it's become one of the top five most, is it most liked tweets or most retweeted tweets? I don't know. I think most liked tweets of all time, ever. And he was so bugged by it to the point that he replied with a full video. And I don't know if you've seen the video, but it's the fucking funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, it's, do you know what kind of energy it's giving? It's giving when you're like, five years old and someone slags you off and you're like I know you are but what am I (laughs) it's the most petty video I've ever seen in my life it's like him sitting there in this robe smoking a cigar or something being like see the funny thing is is that that's your email saying that you've got a small dick (laughs) and he's also sitting there with a takeaway pizza box in the video and the theory so he'd gone he'd flown to Romania Apparently the Romanian authorities were kind of like aware of him, I think because of the whole, there's something to do with like the laws in Romania being more lenient when it comes to, is it trafficking or maybe it's something to do with sex work? I'm not 100% sure, but basically for whatever he's involved in, it's better for him to be in Romania because he's a sketchy as fuck guy. He'd flown to Romania. The Romanian authorities were aware of him being there. I think they were kind of waiting to know his whereabouts. And he posts this video back to Greta Thunberg and he's got a pizza box in it from a takeaway place. And the theory is that by him releasing this video, the the authorities were able to work out where exactly he was based on the pizza box. I don't actually think that's probably true. I mean, yeah, it probably could have given them a rough area, but like... I don't know. Is it gonna... I mean, I guess it could have. I guess they could have rang the pizza company and found out the address that they delivered to. I don't know. (laughs) But it's definitely a possibility. Do I think it's genuinely what happened? Probably not, but it's funny for everyone to believe that. Like, I love to think that Greta Thunberg took Andre Tate down. So yeah, he got arrested. It was music to my ears when I found this out. Unfortunately, he did get released on bail, but I hope that motherfucker goes down. I hope he never sees the light of day ever again. He got arrested on charges of like, or allegations of sex trafficking, which I'm not surprised at. He's the biggest misogynist in the world. Obviously, he's a sex trafficker. He's a freak. The fact that he even got his Twitter back, like Elon Musk gave him his Twitter back. That's fucked up. But also necessary for him to get arrested apparently (laughs) um yeah i'm devastated that he got released on bail he shouldn't have been allowed bail yeah he is but hopefully he goes down for that i would love to see the day he gets charged with something right just one more thing before i talk about my recommendation of the week can we talk about how iconic it is what miley cyrus is doing right now so she's coming out with new music in january Actually, do you know what? By the time you're listening to this podcast, I think her new single is out. The whole like promotion behind it is all, 
I can love you better than you can love me. It's like all these big billboards that say this and also I can fuck you better than you can fuck me. And like all these different words she uses, like I can do this better than you can. Maybe that's the name of the song or the album or something. That would make sense. I don't know. Anyway, that's like what all the big billboards say, like variations of that, but with different words. It's coming out on her ex-husband's birthday. (laughs) As in Liam Hemsworth. God bless that man. But also, that is the kind of energy everyone needs to give their ex. (laughs) Like, if I don't see that level of pettiness from everyone going through their breakups, I mean, obviously, we're not all Miley Cyrus, so it's not going to be to that level, but that's the kind of thing we need to aim for, I think. Happy birthday, Liam, I guess. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, my recommendation of the week, as I said earlier, is uh, something that's been helping me with the whole cough cold situation. And I feel like everyone and their mum has a cold right now, so this is going to help you. Have you heard of Albus oil? I feel like not everyone knows about it. But Albus oil, it's basically a decongestant oil that's just made up of other, like a combination of oils. Like I think there's mainly eucalyptus oil in it, but also like mint and... No, I don't know. I'm not even going to try and list them. I just know it's a combination of different oils and it is a decongestant. It's basically an oil form of like Vicks. I feel like everyone knows what Vicks is. You'd see it sometimes. People would even bring like a wee thing of all this oil into like steam rooms and drop it in there to really like open up your airways, which is essentially what I've been doing. So get your Albus oil, get your diffuser, as in not hair diffuser, as in, you know, the diffusers that you put essential oils into and then they diffuse into your room if you don't have a diffuser I really highly recommend you get one you can't get cheap enough like I think mine was only 20 quid on Amazon and it's got a wee light and everything that you can change the color of like they're actually really cute and really they're a really nice thing to have in your room and you can change the oil you want all the time like if you want to do lavender when you're going to bed to help you sleep you can do that but anyway I've been putting Olbus oil in it and see the first night I did it I let it run like literally throughout the whole night It was the first morning I woke up not feeling stuffed up in probably like two weeks. I literally, it was the first time I woke up and didn't have to blow my nose. It also made it a lot easier to go to sleep. Do you ever get when you're really bunged up and then when you're going to sleep, it's quite hard to keep breathing through your nose. And obviously breathing through your nose is what like slows down your breathing and helps you get into that like sleeping breathing pattern. And when you're too stuffed up and you can't properly breathe through your nose, it can be really difficult to get to sleep. And it really helped me. Like I really noticed when I was breathing through my nose, I could like feel the albus oil going in. Like I could slightly smell it and it was like keeping me unblocked and able to breathe through my nose and go to sleep better. So yeah, I could not recommend it enough. I think you can just get it in like all chemists and Tesco's and everything as well, probably. Okay, let's get into this week's podcast topic, which is ins and outs for 2023. I've been seeing this so much. It seems to be a big trend, people talking about ins and outs for 2023. Some are really funny, to be fair. Some are more like pop culture-y and like, I don't know, talking about what celebrities are in and out and what trends are in and out. Mine's more on a personal level. Does that make sense? As opposed to like trends and pop culture-y stuff, I feel like mine's more about like ins and outs for ourselves on a personal level. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Anyway, you'll work it out when I get into it. Should we start off with ins? Yeah, let's do our ins first. Number one on my ins list. I spoke about 
learning that, you know, looking after your health has a lot of different aspects to it. So in for 2023 is looking after every aspect of your health. That's gut health, skin health, hormone health, menstrual health, you name it, all aspects of my health, physical health, mental health, the whole shebang. Like when is the last time you did something good for your sexual health? You don't, you just forget about it. But not this year. Next up on the ends, morning and nighttime routines. Oh, I really need to develop a good nighttime routine, guys. And see this sitting up and scrolling on TikTok. It's not good for anyone. I need to develop a nighttime routine that involves my phone being out of my hand at like. I'm not going to be unrealistic about it, do you know what I mean? I'm not going to say seven o'clock because that is just not going to happen. But like, out of my hand, on my desk that's not by my bed for 10 p.m. And then after that, it's no no bright lights, just reading. And see, the thing is, I do like listening to a podcast in bed and that involves my phone being near me. And when your phone's near you, TikTok is near you. Oh, it's a curse. I'm pretty happy with my morning routine when I am in a routine. I haven't been in a routine for the last like month, but you know, I know I can get that back on track. That's fine. I have never had a good nighttime routine and I am determined to have one. It doesn't have to be like ridiculous, you know. I'm not going to make myself read 100 pages a night or anything like that. It can be 10 pages. It can be only allowing yourself to scroll for 10 minutes before putting your phone down. I don't know. I just, I really, something needs to happen about it. Maybe we'll start doing the lavender oil at night in the diffuser. That sounds like a good idea. And then like only low, soft lights get the circadian rhythm winding down. Yeah, that's what's in. Okay, another in. Regular declutters. And then I've written in brackets, in real life and digital. If there's one thing about me is that I am an absolute hoarder. I have clutters of everything everywhere. And it is organised clutter. Like I do know what is where and I know everything that's amongst it. I just need to learn to let go of things and just get rid of it. I have been better recently and I did literally today just do a big clear out of my wardrobe but I do feel like I could go in there again and scoop a few more things out. But regular declutters of not only clothes, makeup, skincare, books, everything, just everything that you own. I just, I'm done with all this excess everywhere, cluttered mess. And then digital declutter. So... Another thing I am terrible at, going through and deleting stuff on your phone. I don't even want to look at my camera to see how many photos and videos I have. It is a joke. Do you know what also falls under digital declutters that I literally did the other day? Unsubscribing from all those ridiculous emails you get every day that you never open and you just delete as soon as they come into your inbox. Just unsubscribe. It's that simple. Okay, more ins. Journaling, therapy, meditation. I know there are three different things, but I feel like they all fall under the same bracket. Journaling, I'm really back on the journaling buzz. Doesn't need to be every day. Doesn't need to be a set thing. Whatever you feel on that day. If you want to do a brain dump, if you want to talk about some things you're grateful for, if you want to talk about, I don't know, a memory, write about some things that make you happy, how you're going to implement them in your day, Literally, whatever you feel on that day, write it down. Actually, I was watching Stutz the other night, which is Jonah Hill's film that he made about his therapist, 
his therapist is called Stutz and he was talking about how beneficial writing is because when you write things come out that you didn't even know were in there like they were kind of in your subconscious um so it's like the best way of kind of like connecting with yourself and your thoughts and getting to know yourself better therapy obviously this one not everyone can afford to go to therapy but if you can you should definitely go third on that meditation yeah just get into meditation it's literally only got benefits there are no downsides to starting to meditate even if it's for one minute a day another in for 2023 reading no surprise there reading is cool okay gone are the days of thinking readings for losers readings back in and it's here to stay okay next making an effort with friends and i'm gonna elaborate on that as well holidaying with friends i haven't been on a friend's holiday since oh my god since like i left school my leaving school holiday my upper sixth holiday is that the last time i holidayed with friends i think it may have been everyone saves up their money to go on family holidays and to go on holidays with their partner but i think we should all be holidaying with our friends this year and just making more of an effort with our friends in general okay next taking social media breaks let's normalize this let's normalize you know deleting your instagram and your tiktok when you go to bed and not re-downloading it until the following evening or until you know you've got everything you want to do done the next day or deleting it for a weekend or a week or i don't know just normalize taking breaks from social media and also sorry this announcing that you're taking a break can we not be doing that like just take a break and no one cares <laughs> we don't need to see the whole logging off for two days speak to you on the other side <laughs> do you know what i mean like no one's gonna notice you're gone it's fine we'll see you then the only thing that prevents me from doing this is the fact that i am very attached to my drafts because when you delete your app you delete your drafts with them i'm gonna sort out my drafts delete all the ones i don't want and see of all the ones i need and then i'm gonna start doing this i reckon okay next watching reading and listening to educational content don't get me wrong there's obviously a place for content that is just entertaining like that's always going to be a thing in our lives you're always going to get a craving for watching a really entertaining movie or a really draw-dropping horror film or or being like engorged in a netflix series that's always going to be there but i think i'm just done with content that like brings nothing to my life i'm really enjoying like educational stuff these days whether it's educational podcasts educational books like yeah documentaries i am a whore for a good documentary the other night when i was watching stuff you should have seen all the notes i was taking on my phone so yeah educational content is here to say for 2023 okay another in traveling financially permitted of course experimenting with cooking not enough people have fun with cooking there's a reason why i don't ever include any measurements in my recipes and it's because cooking is for experimenting with and having fun and tasting it and adjusting it to what you like and i'm a big believer in that so yeah everyone needs to get having fun in the kitchen another in sober weekends i am here for the sober weekends for the yoga mom life 
I can't wait for this weekend. I've booked into a yoga class. I'm going to go to St George's Market. I'm going to eat lots of nice food. I'm going to watch a movie I've wanted to watch for a while. I'm going to read my book, hopefully finish my book, maybe start a new one. I'm here for the sober weekends. I absolutely love them. I love pretending I'm a yoga mum, running about doing my errands in my activewear. Yeah, after getting coffee after my yoga class. That is what I live for. I said this one in last year's and we were talking about it earlier on in the podcast. Flexitarianism. I want that to be in for 2023. People who are normally big meat eaters ordering the veggie option at a restaurant, trying the vegan chicken Kiev's from Marks and Spencer's just because you can, because it's there and it's a meat-free alternative. You know, just dabbling in vegetarianism. I want to see more of it. Next up on the ins, I have nothing against coffee. There, I have gone through phases of being like, oh, I need to cut down on my caffeine intake, blah, blah, blah. But I'm a coffee whore. I absolutely love it. I try to limit myself to two a day. And I try not to drink after 4pm, but I would like that to be a bit earlier, to be honest. But something about that afternoon pick-me-up coffee really does just hit different. Like your afternoon coffee and a sweet treat is, oh, I don't know if I can give that up. Maybe I could give that up if I substituted it for something else. Anyway, what I'm getting to here is that I'm a fan of coffee. I'm not saying that it's out, but what I am saying is in is some alternatives. So like matcha, chai, also mushroom tea or mushroom coffee I don't know if anyone's heard of that I was listening to a podcast this morning actually it was Spencer Matthews new big fish podcast where he uh, interviews like CEOs and stuff and basically he was interviewing these two brothers that have started a company that sell like mushroom tea and coffee and I feel like when you say that people always think it's psychedelic mushrooms it's not there are so many different types of like fungi 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 I don't know that have a multitude of different health benefits and they've created this like superfood powder coffee thing so yeah shit like that coffee alternatives are in 2023 matcha chai and mushroom coffee next up <laughs> uh, sorry i'm just laughing at a message i just got from my dad he sent a picture into our family group chat of his feet wearing his new socks and the caption was Christmas socks and I replied saying for free as a joke like foot content for free and he was like no Olivia bought me them (laughs) clearly not getting the joke anyway sorry next up on my ins list is going to things on your own I love going to things on my own going to the cinema going out for coffee what else can you do on your own go for walks, go to gym classes. What can you do on your own? I don't know. Do anything on your own. Anything you can do with anyone else, do it on your own. Push yourself out of your comfort zone if you're not comfortable with it. Start small. Start easy. Start when, you know, at off-peak times when it's not as intimidating. And then eventually you'll be fine with doing everything on your own. Another in, I really like this one. I think it's going to stand for 2023. Not looking conventionally pretty slash male gazy. What I mean by that is like dressing weird and wacky and like let me give you a good example of this so obviously with makeup this is just an example within makeup like within makeup you can do your makeup and it be very pretty girl soft glam kind of vibes and then you can do your makeup and it be a bit wacky and weird and almost ugly in a way like it's not necessarily flattering it doesn't make you look like a pretty, you know, I'm doing rabbit fingers here, but like a pretty girl. 
but it's so cool and so weird and wacky and I love it like I love seeing all those weird makeup looks and that goes as well for like dressing weird and wacky see all this like weird shit like those has anyone seen those boots that have the little penises on the bottom like the heel is like a little penis (laughs) so you're like walking around on dicks or just weird stuff like lazy off do like a fluffy bucket hat that looks like a fried egg I used to be quite good for this. I used to wear a lot of wacky shit. I used to have this hat, especially. Like, my family still slagged me off to this day for it. It was like a baby blue bucket hat, and it had little yellow bananas all over it, and then it had a yellow furry trim. I was obsessed with it. I thought it was the bee's knees. They slagged me to death for it. But, like, just stuff like that. I'm wearing it, like, just as a bit of fun. Kind of ironically, but also not ironically. Like, this is fucking cool. What are you going to do about it? It's not necessarily male gazy, but I don't care. It's cool. Even like wacky earrings, you know, like I've got little earrings that are mini trolls. Does anyone remember those trolls with like the fluffy hair? I've got stuff like that. And like Crocs and like those fish sliders, the ones that look like your feet are coming out of a fish mouth, a fish's mouth. (laughs) Just like weird shit like that. I think that's in for 2023. I think we just need to take ourselves a bit less seriously and have fun with like accessorizing and fashion and makeup and just everything. Like just have fun with it what's the worst that could happen? It always sparks conversation. People will always compliment it because it's something different and you'll feel funky and fresh as fuck. <laughs> okay, last one on my ins for 2023 is picking up new hobbies slash trying new things. How are you supposed to know you that you like something or that you're good at it if you never try it? I always wonder this about loads of things that aren't like common for you to try. For example, If you follow me on TikTok, you might have seen the little video I made about like the workshop I went to where we were painting the boob mugs. So the girl that runs that, right, she used to just be in like a nine to five marketing job and then at some point started doing pottery, picked it up as a hobby, then started monetizing off it, doing it on the side of her job. And it's now her full time job. She was able to leave her thing. She sells out of those workshops in a matter of minutes. She sells out all of her stock drops online. Like she's doing so well for herself. And I just think like that is a hobby that not very many people try. Like how do you, where do you even how do you even go about trying pottery? Do you know what I mean? There's so many wee things like that where you're like, you just never know until you try it. You could make a career out of something like she has. But because you haven't even tried it, you don't even know that you could potentially like it. I mean, you don't have to make a career out of everything. I'm not saying that you have to monetize off everything, but it could even just be a fun hobby. I don't know. I just think we got to try these things. Okay, let's move on to our outs for 2023. First on the list, unintentionally scrolling. I'm sick of getting my weekly screen report and the, I'm not even going to say what my hours are. I'm genuinely embarrassed by it. It needs to get down and the only way I can do that is by getting rid of the unintentional scrolling and I always make excuses for it being like oh it's my job I have to scroll through it yeah you do but not for that long trust me <laughs> okay number two romanticizing versions of people that don't exist everyone is a fool to this we fixate on people's potentials instead of actually looking at who they are so yeah that's out number three smoking is out for 2023. I really would like to make this my year for not smoking at all. No, I'm not like a full-time smoker. I'm not a vapor and I'm not a full-time smoker. I smoke when I'm drinking. I just think it's not necessary. 
No, will I be annoyed at myself if I have like one smoke on a night out? No. But uh, no, see this like constant chain smoking on nights out and then waking up the next morning with a cough because of it? Disgusting. It's done. I actually think doing dry January is going to be so good for me where this is concerned because for a month I'll not be drinking which means I'll also not be smoking and then I just think it'll be easier to kind of keep it that way when I do start drinking again to keep it to a minimum. Okay next up on the outs avoiding doing things that need to be done. I spend so much time procrastinating to the point that I actually could have done the thing multiple times within that time I spent procrastinating. And it's just like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, all I'm doing is wasting my own time. Another out, putting other people's needs above your own. This is a year of prioritizing ourselves. And just like not putting up with things that you don't deserve. Because we all know that we don't deserve these things, but then you just, you just let it happen. But no, not anymore. Following on from that, because the thing is about that last thing that I just said is that, you know, we tell that to our friends. I dish that advice out on my podcast, but then you don't follow it yourself. So the next out is not following your own advice. If you give that advice to your friend and you would expect them to follow it, why wouldn't you follow it yourself? I know it's easier said than done, but you do always know what is genuinely best for you. But sometimes we get in self-destructive mode. But you need to put your big girl pants on and do what's actually best for you and not what's just easiest. Okay, next up. Following microtrends. It's out. I'm sorry. These microtrends that last two weeks are overhyped and then you detest them. Like, they're so chuggy after that. And if you had something in your wardrobe, you'd be like, ugh, get it out of there. Just be smarter. Shop smarter. Stop following these microtrends. Yes, we can let trends and microtrends influence us in certain ways but I think like develop your own style realize what you feel comfortable in what looks good on you and then you know if something if a microtrend maybe falls into that category then yeah go for it but I don't know this constant like chopping and changing and microtrends and thinking you have to buy into something new every other second It's not sustainable and you're going to end up with a wardrobe full of clothes that you actually despise because none of them are even your own taste. Similar vibes from the last one. The next one is shopping from Shein is out. It's never been an in for me, but if it's an in for you, make it an out. I don't want to see any more Shein hauls. I don't want to see any more Shein tags on Instagram. See if one of those bots Does anyone else get tags from those Shein bots all the time on Instagram stories? If one more of them tags me, I'm deleting Instagram. I hate it so much. Why are they infiltrating every platform? (laughs) Yeah, Shein is out. See ya. Everyone should watch the documentary about that as well, by the way. I think it's on Channel 4. I think it's called Inside the Shein Machine or something along those lines. Next up, using heat on our hair. Not necessarily, actually, sorry, no, let me rephrase that. Damaging our hair is out. For me, that is by using heat because I am not willing to give up not bleaching my hair. But if you're a heat user of your hair, maybe don't bleach it. Or maybe, maybe this is a bad one today because people are still going to use heat. Let's just look after our hair more. (laughs) I think that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, stop damaging our hair so much. 
you don't need to straighten your hair every day. You don't need to style it and curl it every day. You know, give it a break. Maybe do some heatless curls. Save your straightening irons for the weekend. Use Olaplex. Do hair masks. Use rosemary oil. Oh my god, I ordered some hair oil, rosemary oil the other day. I See, this is the thing. My hair comes out in clumps. Big, big clumps. Because I only wash it once every week. So when I do, like, wash it and brush it, a lot comes out. But the hairdresser always tells me it's quite normal because most people, like, people with straight hair will obviously brush their hair once a day or, yeah, whatever. So they're, like, shedding their hair more consistently throughout the week so they don't get big clumps, whereas I do. But I just have this fear that, like, what if it isn't normal? And what if it is actually coming out in bigger clumps than it should be? And then one day I just turn around and I've got, like, next to no hair. It's literally such a fear of mine, so I ordered that oil because I really need to make sure I'm not losing so much hair and that is why I don't use heat on my hair because I feel like if you're a bleacher if you are like me and you just have to be blonde like I just would not suit not being blonde it's a curse I'm never not gonna bleach my hair for the rest of my life and if you knew how much money that cost you'd be sick but because of that I don't use heat on my hair because if I was giving it the double whammy bleach and heat I, well, first of all, I wouldn't have curls. It would just be completely frazzled. And second of all, I probably just wouldn't have hair, to be honest. I think it'd just be falling out by this point. Okay, next out. Forgetting to brush your teeth and wear your retainer. I don't know that I should be saying this out loud, but I am so bad for forgetting to brush my teeth. Or like, for, I'll do my whole skincare routine, but then I'll still have my cup of tea. So I'm like... Oh, I'll just brush my teeth after I finish my cup of tea. I'll get into bed, read my book, and then brush my teeth after that. But then you get too comfy, and then you, you're you like, oh, no, okay, it's fine. Fine for tonight. But then, like, if you make a habit of that, it's so bad. And also, you know when I'm the worst for it? When I'm going through a depressive episode or when I am hungover. When I'm hungover, I don't brush my teeth. And that's the worst time because your mouth is literally full of sugar from all the sugary alcohol drinks. No, like thinking about it turns me. And also, I'm so bad wearing my retainer. I don't need to worry about that too much because I do have the permanent retainers like behind my teeth, like the metal ones. So I don't need to worry about that as much as people that don't have that, fortunately. Yeah, it's just, it's out. We need to look after our teeth. You only get, thing is, about everything else in your body. You cut your hair off, it grows back. You... I don't know, you fuck up your face by using filler or something, it's fine, you can get rid of it. You fuck up your skin. Like right now, I fucked up my skin barrier. I've got dermatitis. I'm on antibiotics for it, but it will heal. Your teeth are the only thing you don't get a second chance with. And I need to keep reminding myself of that because this forgetting to brush your teeth shebang and not wearing your retainer, no, it's done. It's out. Next up, is face filler. I feel like there was such a phase there. Probably wasn't last year actually, maybe more the year before. Or even the year before that, I don't know. I feel like there was a lot of people getting like filler everywhere, like cheek, jaw, nose, lips. I feel like that's just done now, like that look is just, it's just a bit overdone, isn't it? And also we're starting to see more evidence of like filler migrating and it never really properly dissolving and all this shit. Yeah, I just think face filler is out. Next up, I don't know why I've written this, but it's Facebook slash Instagram happy birthdays. Look, I'm not gonna argue with you if you do one for me. That's fine, go ahead. (laughs) 
but there's something really weird about them like just message your friend do you know what I mean just give them a card see them in person ring them send them a text it's a bit performative and it kind of cringes me out a wee bit I mean it, it doesn't cringe me out. I, I don't know I just have like I just message my friends when it's their birthday I'd rather directly message them and send them an actual meaningful message than just a happy birthday story tagging them with a photo oh my god right next one I'm a firm believer in this the big light is out or main lights I hate them there's nothing I hate more in this world than the big light being on I am a table lamp gal and that will never change what's with men being obsessed with the big lights like my dad and brother the second they walk into any room all the lights switched on can we all just chill for a second and like bring it back down you know a bit of mood lighting doesn't hurt anyone it's a lot more chill it's a lot more moody it's not as my brain's not getting overwhelmed my circadian rhythm is adjusting more to the low light do you know what I mean why we even get big lights installed in the first place is beyond me they won't be in my house okay next one is gender reveals I don't know what I have against these I don't know if it's the balloons I don't know if it's the confetti I I don't know what it is maybe all of the above but something really cringes me out about gender reveals they just seem very unnecessary to me surely just find that out between you and your partner and then you can tell your friends and family I don't know like something's really weird about it to me I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you've had like a gender reveal party I am I I, I don't know what I have against it but something's just really they just cringe me out and last but not least on my outs of 2023 is men with podcasts (laughs) now I listen to a few podcasts that are hosted by men so I don't mean all men with podcasts you know, I do enjoy the odd male podcaster, but this whole any man with a voice starting a podcast and thinking their ridiculous opinion is relevant, yeah, it's out. Well, at least I hope it's out. I don't want to see them anymore. If I see one more irrelevant white man on my TikTok speaking irrelevant opinions, they're always such backward opinions and they're always talking about like body count. You know the type, you know exactly what I'm talking about and it's done. And that is the end of my ins and outs for 2023. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, don't forget to share it with your friends and family, even on your Instagram stories. Give me a little five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. As always, thank you so much for all the love and support. I will speak to you in next week's episode. Bye.